there's other people here. Yeah. What the hell so is up we got that? John Ravenhole and Jason Brooks. Hello, everyone. Jason Brooks. And hey. so we're gonna talk. We're, we're gonna talk about high comedy. Yes. So I'm gonna give you a little. I'm gonna give you a little piece of high comedy that happened to me this morning. So I was <laughs> my my son decided that uh, his family they all they all go to the boat ramp at the end of the street. And they always, uh, they do um, kayaking. They take all the kayaks and they go out and, um, and they all have this huge, these huge kayaks. And so they said, they finally dragged me out. And so I go kayaking, kayaking with them. Right. And so uh, I, I go, I go out with them and, and, you know, and finally I said, you know what? I'm tired of this. This is hurts, hurts my back. And uh, they said, well, you know, what? we're going to go down a little bit. You just you go on back and we'll be, you know, like 20 minutes behind you. And so I pull in and and what we didn't do before <laughs> is we didn't use the boat ramp. And I hadn't noticed that nobody had been using the boat ramp. Right. You know, everybody was just going right off of this little beach right into the the river here. And uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I was just. You know, there's a boat ramp, so you can take a boat out of it. So I take my kayak up there, and I get out of the kayak, and the boat ramp has got um, the slickest snot moss on it that you've ever seen in your life, right? Concrete, and 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 I do this spectacular half half flip in the air. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and then and and, and then. And then I, I finally get around and, and I'm flopping over the boat and I landed on the concrete and everything hurts. And I, and, and I, I, I grab purchase with my foot again, just enough to stand me up. And I put my other foot down and once again, I flip. Now, in the meantime, I have now, so I finally, you know, literally slide myself over to the grass on the side, right. To the gravel down there. And I, and I and I get out, and and nobody is watching me. There, there's nobody there, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh god, this hurts. Yeah, this hurts really bad. And I had this twenty dollar hat on, which is called a, um, it's an Australian wet hat. You know, kind of kind of flat, and you you dip it in the water, and and you put it on, and it keeps you wet. You know, it's like made out of layers of canvas. And I had my, I had my hat, and and when I get up, I I can't, I can't find my hat, right? So, so fuck, fucking fuck, and I'm going, you know, you you walk up and down, and you're just like, ah, I'm gonna make my fucking hat. I lost my fucking hat, and oh, I'm pissed off, and and so, I go and I, oh, I just sit in the front of my car. And I wait because I have to wait for Ian <laughs> to come back with the girls and everybody so that they can so that I just don't leave the because uh, he's got the trailer and everything for the boat. Right. And so I <laughs> I'm standing there and I and I get up and I go, oh, yeah, I fell and I was bleeding everywhere. Right. And, I, and then I went and God damn it, I lost my fucking hat. And he's looking at me a little strange and I'm like. And, and, and he goes, oh, you lost your hat, huh? And I go, yeah, and I lost my fucking hat. And it's, 
Maybe I should be able to see it on the river there somewhere, but it must have just sunk. He goes, okay, well, you got bigger problems than that. You know, it looks like your arm's swelling up <laughs> and there's cuts all over. <laughs> and I drive home. <laughs> I drive home and I, I just kind of like walk in the door and I start to strip down, you know? And, and as I take my shirt, as I take my shirt off, I, I peel it back like this. And all of a sudden it gets tangled in something. And the hat. <laughs> and I, yeah, the hat. But not only is it hat, the first thing I can think, and, and I ripped my fucking shirt. You know? That's all I can think of. Oh, I'm struggling, struggling. And, and my wife walks into the room and she goes, What the fuck? Why are you fighting with your hat and your shirt? It's, and this is so, why Mick so, needs supervision. And my, <laughs> <laughs> and my, my son just the good just, on. It just at that moment, my son calls her up and says, "Listen, if if Dad says that he's looking for his hat, why don't you just tell him to, to take the string off?" <laughs> <laughs> so I was. You know, going up and down the beach and yelling to everybody and like, God damn it, I lost my fucking hat. So Mick, here's the I have thing, a, uh, I still have I hat. have uh some video lined up as per requested. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh God, I love it when yes, I'm playing So I will be taking my <laughs> video down and I will be popping this up and I will be hitting play. And we're gonna watch. Oh, that's hey, not the right happened? bit here. We're going to go to about seven minutes. 35. Uh oh, seven. Right here. It smells like cat piss. You smell like cat piss. <laughs> <laughs> Hands on it. Uh, going about as well as your kayak trip there, Nick. We let you handle the poles. We let you yeah, spread the catch. Well, I'm jealous. I lost a, a real nice uh, guy in the river last we'll year. Teach you how to it start was a fire. Rub the sticks together to get a spark. <laughs> Wait, killer tours. Experience <laughs> the terror that was the Jason Voorhees playground. <laughs> killer <laughs> tours. <laughs> we knocked those other guys out of the woods. Less than fifty thousand. Okay, first of all, I want you all to know this, and you might have suspected this, is that my favorite genre of horror is uh, funny horror, horror comedy, right? And there were so many pieces in this, in in, uh, Vengeance, and we're talking about overall... We're talking about the funny parts of Vengeance. And I have these two guys with me here because they had an awful lot to do with the funny parts of Vengeance, John. Uh, John, as you could see right there, he was he was trying to be the best tour guide that he could <laughs> be. Um, so what the hell is up with you, man? Did you, did you love <laughs> doing you know, that, John? Be legit. You gotta be legit, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, it you honestly know, looks like I'm you. Done, 
Yeah, it, it looks like you've actually done that kind of TV before. <laughs> hey, yeah. I just got the Dream Warrior review. You, know, you got to put your best face forward and sometimes your ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, it was sunny. Piece. Oh, yeah. God. Uh, uh, it was it was just precious. Let's see. You just sent me this? Yeah. Oh, this is this is you just saw this? Yeah, I just saw that for the first time. Oh, okay, cool. I'm sorry, we're talking about something else. <laughs> yeah, you know, oh yeah. So oh so so John, is is your uh say something. He's there. It's just a little delayed. Here I am. <laughs> oh, it's a little bit delayed. Yeah. It, power it's through, a power through. Delayed. <laughs> so uh, I, I I wanted to know what your process was, but I do believe that these are the, this is the, the commercial that was played uh, about the uh, camp tour group, right? Right. We come up with the contest <laughs> Oh, so yeah, you started we were that doing on this Mythos? That led into this. Well, we were, we filmed our parts on those. We were sitting around fire, Diana and I, and we just brainstormed it. Wouldn't it be hilarious if it had a commercial for the tour company and the funny outfits in there, and, uh, you know, the kind of thing when you've been a little late and the beer blowing and you set and you just never roll some wit so much fun a commercial would be to shoot the real surprise was somehow between mythos and then going up to Seattle connecting with you all uh that got back to his ear that maybe a commercial would be appropriate and i think i have to credit diana prince for bringing that to him uh because uh, then he informed me that there was going to be a commercial and i certainly didn't realize it Anybody over her at the camp there. Uh, the interesting part is he'd only written a line that I was supposed to say, and uh, the uh, delayed writing my lines, that was one of them that fell through the gaps. As he called me to set up here, I said, well, well, let's see if we should, and realize we were doing one. He goes, oh, the commercial. As I'm walking around to the yeah. building to film, realizing I haven't looked at my lines so I had a big idea of uh, what was supposed to proceed. You know, these canned lines weren't solid at all. Um, John, can you can you do me a favor? We're gonna yeah. take you out and bring you back in yeah. again. Okay, take your hey TJ, take him out and bring him back in. Okay, uh, good. I, I messaged sorry. him. So uh, he's hey. gonna fix his internet. Uh, so I will yeah. let you and Jason talk okay. a little bit about Louie. Well. Let's talk about Louie. Do, do you have any pieces of Louie? Uh, I can pop up Louie. Uh, if, uh, Jason, Louis anything uh, specific you want to talk about? Any scene specifically? I'll tell you, there's one that I do want to talk about because I thought it was hilarious. Uh, when, um, when we see Louie, uh, just as, as the group leaves and we're in a single shot. We see Louie come into the frame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's cut. 
Okay, I just want to comment that I know that in the end, um, uh, Jason actually wound up writing um, most of the stuff too, right? You wrote for Louis as well as uh, being Louis. Oh yeah. So is that what we just watched? I don't. It goes silent when yes. we're watching a clip. Oh. Okay. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, I don't see anything. He's on mobile. Uh, oh, you know what? We just we just saw the clip where you steal the jeep. Oh, it's still the jeep. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, I, I, I love that uh, we had always <laughs> that we had already seen you come out of a toilet before uh, zipping up your pants, and the first thing we see of you in this shot is you're zipping up your pants. <laughs> zipping up, always zipping up the pants. <laughs> yeah, and 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 the thing is, is the thing that I really liked about this shot was that uh, it brings us into Louis's story immediately. Uh, and and the two the stories cross right there. Uh, they're going out, and it's the same scene. Uh, it was probably I fought tooth and nail to combine these two scenes so that they cross each other, so that Louis's story just right there at that point comes in, crosses, and you grab the jeep. And I think it's one of the brilliant, uh, one of the more brilliant and and truly cool pieces of vengeance is that kind that type of cutting but uh louis was um just priceless just priceless oh, thank you. i thank mean you. uh the, the uh i th i i think that um like horror <laughs> horror has mechanics to it mm -hmm. and uh if you get the mechanics right you're going to be 95 percent of the way there um, with comedy, you can be 95% of the way there. And if you don't have the comedy, you, you don't have anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. It could go bad. It can go good or bad. Oh, it can, it can go so bad. And the comedy pieces of vengeance were to me, the most brilliant, um, absolutely, uh, standout work, you know, between Louis, uh, Ravenholt and, um, Daniel and, um, uh diana uh doing uh we we, we got to get to the part when dan comes where we're putting the tent together but uh your part your parts just uh, being louis uh, uh and i have to say this louis died too soon too oh soon. thank you yeah well <laughs> he keeps coming back <laughs> like he does it's, it, it's uh he is like a rash or something yeah yeah, and you know, you talk about the crossover. Originally, we had talked about having him kind of as a thread throughout um, the first part, where he would come across the prisoners or walking by the prisoner scene as well, and kind right. of interacting with some of them. And um, and then at one point, we talked about having him with Steve Dash in Florida, where he's been right. um, the introduction, having uh, having oh, uh, being arrested, you having a arrested going through that thing and kind of interacting with Steve for a moment, but he just didn't have the time and. I, I pulled it, pulled it back. You know what I have to say. This is, is I think that it was. I mean, there was a, a lot of arguments of of what wasn't enough, and, and I think it was. And yeah. and, and, here, and here's why. I think it it was enough because the pieces that got done were so brilliant. You know, and it left you wanting more. It absolutely left you wanting more. I, it, 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 you know, it leaves that character up there, uh, ready to do anything. Yep. yep. It, it really does. I, I, I was, uh, uh, just so tickled and, and, uh, there were so many times that 
that that I was trying not to uh, uh, not to crack up, <laughs> which which is kind of that's kind of hard, you know. That's uh, I, I'm not used to to doing enough movies, uh, enough of comedy kind of things to uh, to to have to stop myself from from laughing on set, you know. This is a new experience. Oh, yeah. Like you guys just weren't enough weren't enough funny. Hello, Johnny. How you doing? <laughs> that's that's wherever he is in the woods does not have enough I'm internet back. yeah <laughs> did you manage screen you're 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 still lost dude say something yeah you, you, your internet's still pretty lagged so i'm way behind oh yeah, you're, yeah. You're, oh you're behind yes um so uh I have let's, the scene for the the pitching of the tent. Ah, let's do the pitching of the tent. Yes. Okay, I think I got it. Does anybody here have any experience in erecting a tent? Uh, sir, I I think I'm pitching my tent right now. <laughs> More like a pup tent. Why don't you come on up here, David, and show your fellow campers how to pitch a tent? I think that's something we'd all like to see. Well, uh, first, you're going to need a babe. Or a good website. <laughs> you know, I, I find that sweatpants do the best work in these situations. All right, all right, all right. I think there's some confusion about what kind of tent we're going to erect here. <laughs> huh? Luckily, we have Dean here, who is a master at erecting a tent. Darn right I am, Frank. Now the key to pitching a tent, make sure you got your rigging down. Now it might seem a little limp at first, but don't worry about that. The more you work it, the stiffer it gets. Go and take the tip, Frank. Here, Thank you. Merely you hold the middle. As you see, I continue working it, and look how long that's getting. So long, so firm. This is how so you long, pitch a tent. So firm. So firm. Do you want to come inside? Not really. But you just said that's what Angelica uh, wants me to do. What so I'm I think going that I, to do I, is follow her. I think that we could stop now. That John. Here, here we we we. You know what? Let's. Uh, yes. Oh, uh, we just watched uh, the rest of your uh, uh, of the pitching the tent part, and uh, it's hilarious. Just one of my favorite. <laughs> just you standing there, go. Oh, I don't think that's what we meant. You know, you, you really, you, you kind of. It's funny because that was a pivotal thing to be able to turn it over to Dan. And uh, and you did it. You did it beautifully. Well, I, I don't think that that's really what we meant. Hey, Dan, why don't you come up here and show us how to how to uh, pitch a tent, right? <laughs> he fondles his rod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so long, so firm. And I remember, Mick, you were so nervous about that scene before we shot Hold it. You couldn't, you couldn't visualize how that was going to play out. <laughs> I've you know what I've I've always had problems with uh with uh comedy because um no matter how you write comedy down uh comedy is a performed thing uh and, and yeah I was really worried about it because 
<laughs> those jokes look pretty. They look terrible on the script on the page. You, you know, it, it looked like uh, you know, the, because you know what, they looked really aged, really aged, right? Mm -hmm. And and somehow or other, the, sure, the fact of who was doing it. Right, because John was there, and Dan was there, and uh, Deborah was there, and and they they can work. They were working with that uh, that anomalous kind of uh, right out of the fifties kind of look, you know, kind of a commercial out of the early seventies and stuff like that. And and they pulled that writing together just perfectly. I I I was that uh, was so impressed with you guys. Just Completely happy with it. Ah, is there a bug in my face? I think the commercial had the lines that had been written had not been memorized. And so right. I came around the corner and they said, okay, we're shooting the commercial. And I was like, wait a minute, I need to go get my script and block these lines that you gave me. I was no, no, we just wanted to say that you're a tour company and, uh, you know, something about horror, going to do goofy things back, you know, what they are yet. A weird sign says, hey, here's a weird mask. It was much for together with a, are you, and I'm like, We're, what? I, I I don't know my life. It's like, what's that? Things kind of those in. So I just kind of opened up the improv and, well, takes and none of that was scripted. None of the eyes in the camera or any of that. He says, just do a bunch of things and uh, trust your instincts on. I think that's as you say, the comedy comes through on the show because there really was a script. There was make sure the bits of information related and do something with it. And we were fortunate that it kind of came up pretty much first take. Yeah, uh, it, it was. Uh didn't you guys now now don't i think that you guys actually went out and shot more of that of the commercial sequence right did you do it twice no he pulled us no basically oh, you just got, and he did you like, just got, like three four cameras run yeah that was all improv i, I actually afterwards i said can i get some additional dialogue credit in the script because uh <laughs> i basically wrote and uh, he said, no, you know, the many great actors have a lot of improv that they never get right right for join great. <laughs> well, you know what we really needed, what we really needed on this show, on that show, was uh, more credits in the script. Right. More credits at the end, right? I needed one more at least. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I think, <laughs> I think everybody threw bits in. In. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, yeah, you. The, that all that that commercial came off. You guys actually uh, proved my point that to to me the the humor, especially in, especially if you're looking at the uh, '80s, uh, uh, the horror films that we're trying that we were trying to emulate from the '80s, uh, humor always seemed to be a really strong uh, element in them. Um, uh, be, because Absolutely. I, uh, I, I mean, it, you know, hu humor can make up for at least fifty thousand dollars worth of budget. Yeah. <laughs>
it's so extremely goofy. You know, we get criticism on the, some of the comments that, you know, it was a little cheesy. Some of the acting was a little, uh, you know, funny to be realistic. And then I go back and watch the, the rest of the canon of the Friday that You know, you get to uh, four and you can't watch Queen anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> really... Here, here, here's the thing that get that gets me is you're looking at '80s films, you're looking at these '80s films like, like, like everybody that was working on them was was the peak of their artistics, our uh, artistic uh, is the highest count you could get, <laughs> and they're not. <laughs> we we actually the acting. The, the acting in Vengeance by itself, um, I, I would say, beats ninety five percent of of any of the shots that uh, came out in any of the one. I mean, any of the ones before it, really. And and, and it's pretty, I, pretty yeah, tight. yeah, it was really tight. And and here's the thing: I think the humor was better. I that, that that's what well, I'm I know. Lewis certainly came as a surprise to the rest of us because they pretty much under wraps that Lewis, as far as going to appear like that, is certainly I didn't realize it. Uh, <laughs> uh, my wife's favorite law enforcement, and she insists that he has infection with law enforcement. She's calling officer fucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let, you know, that's, that's, that, that's a great segue law because fucker. I. <laughs> I want to ask Jason uh, where exactly Louis, Louis came from. Yeah, so uh, Louis came from it came from another movie prior. So there was a movie called Happy Trails that I was working on, and uh, I was writing and directing that one. And I needed a store owner, just kind of an old grumpy store owner. And right. we were casting a little bit, and I was working with another guy named Ryan Saplinski, and we we're going back and forth. And and he was kind of sending me some pictures of like truckers and these heavy set guys. I was like, no, 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 no. I had this other idea. And so finally I just went into my garage and my son Asher filmed it. And I just did the scene. I threw on a cowboy hat and then um, put on the bandage over my arm and stuff and just kind of did the scene. And, <laughs> and uh, Ryan was like, you have to do this. And I was like, no, 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 no. I want to find someone else. I don't want to do the act. He's like, no, you have to, you have to do this. So I did. And then, um, and then everyone who saw that clip from that movie um, just loved it. And, uh, and Jeremy too. So one day Jeremy on set, we're at the lake and he's like, you know, I was thinking the store, the, the lake owner is a, is a man <laughs> named Louie, as we know, who looks a lot like my Louie character. And right. Jeremy's like, we got to pay homage to this guy in some way. Can, let's, can we use your character from that? And, right. uh, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. As long as I get some control over the, the dialogue. And he's like, absolutely. So we did it. And then since then, um, up all night, Nightmare on Elm Street, up all night, we had Louie, right. we have it in part right. of the awakening. It's in the barn part two. It's in, it's like in a bunch of different movies. They brought, all brought Louie in. So but the thing that I like about Louie is this, is that you always talk about the character that, um, you know, has a, a rough exterior, but a heart of gold. Right. And Louie, Louie is the first one that I have to say. <laughs> He's just fucked up all the way through. Yeah. He's got just, a heart of golden shower. Yeah. <laughs> He's just, just fucked up from the, from the word go. I mean, you, you know, it's no, like, it all is, he is spineless. 
Yeah. You know, we yeah, got because... an actual Go for, for vengeance. Um, Maddie helped me write a lot of the lines for, for Louie. Like she was yeah. a great help in that and came up with a lot of the great one-liners. The, uh, the Nerf gun was hers, the um, cup holders, you know, a lot of that came from her, but there's a clip in there. If you want, if you get the Blu-ray, you know what, you know, you know what, a lot of it came from her love of humanity. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, um, but if you get the Blu-ray or DVD, we got the behind the scenes. There's a clip in there of when we first came up with the dialogue for Louie for the baseball scene where she right. and I are, are Marco Poloing Jeremy and running up by him saying, hey, what do you think? And so she's reading the, you know, one of the lines, I'm reading the Louie lines and we're going back and forth. It's kind of a cool little behind the scenes creation thing. One of the, one of the things that I, that I absolutely love about Louie and, and it didn't get on screen, but you and Sheriff Brooker, did this this exchange of bottles and I, I don't know what it was, but it the camera literally was shooting too high to yep. catch it. But you guys, you guys were uh, like you walk up with a bottle and you and you take a hit on the bottle and when you drop your arms like this, he reaches out. I think he took the bottle. It's a flask. It's a flask, right? Yeah. And as he takes, as he takes the flask, you immediately are w reaching with your other hand up and taking another flask out of your pocket, and, yep. and the and this exchange goes back and forth and back and forth underneath the camera. <laughs> and the thing that drives me crazy is that I can literally just see your arms moving, and I know the exchange is going on, but the camera is looking high because you're so tall. That uh, it, yep. and this, what we really needed is we needed a Dustin on a stick. Well, yeah. Now a Dustin on a stick would have been tall enough <laughs> to actually have you in the frame <laughs> and 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 get the background. Now it's really it was really funny because at one point Dustin's got we got another guy coming in, uh, Corey, to help right, and and I had been fighting with guts all Cody. along to like Cody right. And I've been fighting with Dustin all along and trying to get him to to bring his camera down, but Dustin is height challenged, and and therefore he he winds up shooting a little bit up everybody's nose. And Cody comes on and uh, he sets up this shot, and then I looked at I looked at the camera, and and I was you know uh, uh, I have to say that um, especially at that point Jeremy was was running a little bit more um, worrying a lot about acting and not worrying immediately about what the, how the shots are lined up and stuff. And, and I kept trying to bring the camera down. And and sure enough, Cody sets up a shot, this, this shot going across the tank where he's only catching everybody's heads. And I go, Jesus Christ, Cody, come on, man. You're going to have to like get this thing up about 20 inches so that you can look down on them as they're walking along. And he goes, oh. He says, "Really? I, I thought that that, that you were doing an up the nose style." Following <laughs> <laughs> Dustin. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, true story. I was like, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, only on Jason. So, so I, I'm just telling you. Next time, Dustin on a stick. Dustin on a stick. And yeah, we had three, four flasks. 
that we exchanged. You know, he right. poured, my, he poured my beer out of that cup. Poured the yeah, beer that's out right. The beer goes out of the cup, and, the, and it was, and I know that it was incredibly complicated, and I, and it was really funny because you guys were practicing that so that you didn't have to look down. Ne- yep. Neither one of you had to look at what the other was doing to do all that. And here's the thing: is then the the scene passed on completely without without it. <laughs> well, if you watch, if you watch closely at the very end of that scene when uh, when I get in the car and you're shutting the door, I pull one last mm-hmm. little tiny flask out of my sock and say, <laughs> and I, you know, I hold it up. So that's the the last of the flask. There, you'll kind of see. Yeah, it. well, there you go. Anyway, now you know. That that life life is just a flash that, that you never nobody ever gets to see, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. So uh cutting so, room floor. <laughs> cutting room Behind floor. The right. Behind the scenes Blu-ray DVD or deleted scenes. That's right. Um yeah, and uh but but I do have to say that you had a very, very good looking spine. Coming. Oh thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Were you sitting in the room? To be cleaned up. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got it back were, here. Were you Were you in the room when we were talking about the spine? Me? Yeah. Yeah. You were. Yeah. With yeah. You were in the room. You were in the room with the guts. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd sitting there. <laughs> There's Joe Castro who who made the. Yeah, literally. This is the word. This is like the first words I think I ever really said to Joe Castro. Is now you're not doing that. <laughs> Yeah, so Joe and I, Joe Castro, he did the amazing effect of the Louis head ripoff. Um, he and I were sitting inside the the green room there and trying to put the the stuff together. And we were we were trying to put like guts and lungs and hearts, like so there'd be stuff coming out with it, and the spine would just be a part of it. And uh, so we're tying all these things on and gluing the stuff here and there and trying to get that all ready. And then Mick comes in and is like, "Nope, take that shit out. You're not doing <laughs> like, that. You're, you're not, not doing that. that. Like, what? It's just going to be the spine. Like that's like cartoony. He's like, exactly." So, it's right that yeah it's just going to be this it's going to be this piece of spine right there that's that's it it but i was right right I yeah think, it's oh, fantastic version yeah it's good it yeah. worked yeah. well yeah yeah i mean it's it's because it it had to have a graphic impact to to be a little bit funny like the character like the character was you know yeah and people love that kill uh, that's I gotta tell you. For some reason, there are, you know, that was one of our more complicated kills, and yeah. the other kill that people seemed to like was the one of the easiest kills that we did. There you go. See? There you go. I got the spine there. <laughs> the the other one that I hear people uh, loved all the time, and I don't understand it at all, uh, is the uh, the radiator kill. Yeah, people love that. that people kill. love that kill, and I'm like. Well, wait a minute. That-, <laughs> that was just like I think it was an onset kind of a. I said, "Yeah, well, your head into the engine." Yeah, you, well, I remember when you guys went over there. You had no idea what you were going to do. I knew the decapitation on the window one. That one was early. Right, we knew that one. Right. Yeah, but yeah, we had a couple different options and just went with like just put her down in the engine and <laughs> yeah, I loved it. It was great. <laughs> it was really funny because you guys. Literally went over and shot all that in 15 minutes. I, I, I mean, literally, when you were all walking back, I thought that something had screwed up. You know? Yeah. That, well, you guys didn't have power. You didn't have this. Or, now we're done. We're done. Just quick, 
Toy, Toy Williams and, uh, and Reagan Heller, they both did an amazing job. They were both backers who, um, Reagan was a backer who bought one of the perks to be in the movie, and Toy was one who won the um, award to be in the movie and be killed by Jason. So they, uh, both, of those, both of those backers in the film did a great job. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, they, they did. And, and Reagan's a lot of, Reagan's a hoot to have around, too. She is. Nightmare I, 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 up all night also. Yeah, up all night. Yeah, yeah. She was she was there, and 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 uh, may maybe that maybe this is just unintentional comedy, but <laughs> you made the largest Freddy I've ever freaking seen. In my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was actually a little startling. I was like, whoa, you know. <laughs> Should have played that for laughs. I mean, we really should have. Next time, right? Yeah. Yeah, next time, right? There you go. <laughs> so um, we're about out of time. Um, I, I want to say that. Uh, well, that, I'll add that... something. Okay. Uh, so I think one of my favorite comedy pieces in there was not actually in the film. I messed around on Facebook and created a page for the tour company. And that was an Easter oh. egg I've had a few of the fans cover. So I set up a whole, you know, here's the ghost tours we've had in the past. The best part about it, of course, if you find it, is it ends after the Friday the 13th. Or, you know, I'm booked up. I think all the people we need to talk about our next tour afterwards. And that's where the page ends. Oh, that's before so... five Nothing after the Now so I got to go we check that out. We're to get the phone number into the film. So right. I actually got a Google Voice to give me an account for a phone to leave a voicemail message. And if I had gotten that done maybe a day sooner, it would have been put in the film. So I oh. had to include a post on the page that we had changed our phone number really after filming our commercial. Call us at a new number and book your tour today. Uh, <laughs> I've had a guest in the page. I've had two of them find the phone numbers. <laughs> all right that is a cool little easter you get somebody guys. leaving you a message it's first special like i got i found the old well, <laughs> well you know what you guys you guys did a great job because here we are uh i, I think that we're over 1.5 million views Nine. uh uh it's 925 Fantastic. just on um just on the release that's currently in 996 uh, Whoa! Wow! Almost wow. a million. That's, a million on, that's that's just on, on YouTube. And then yeah, we got that's the video, just on but YouTube, then there's yeah. also like another seven hundred thousand from the V1 version that went up without the uh, correct audio. Yeah. Right, right. So we so, definitely broke wow. it without dead meat. So I, I figure that we must have done something right. Uh, be, yeah, yeah. Well, I, most people I, agree. <laughs> Most people agree. Yes. Yeah. You know our, our couple of critics. <laughs> nine. I was going to say nine out of ten. Nine out of ten flies think that this is just shit. Nine out of ten. <laughs> yes, <sir>. Right. <laughs> well, guys. Hey, listen. Thanks. Thanks for coming by, um, John. What you got coming up? Uh, just shot a little short film down in Boise called. Uh, Bankston and Bick for an I-48 
and I pulled uh, Best Actor from the uh, Golden American Film Awards in Florida for that. Hell yeah. Uh, we're racking up awards on the, on the various uh, festivals that were submitted in, and I come on set Monday for one called Bearcat, and first I've got something with Newton coming as well. Uh, as a, I will add this. One of the things about Vengeance I found so interesting was your building of the cabin up there in the <laughs> property in Washington. But they broke, they broke around to build a 20 by church here on our property. They're supposed to be here later today to get started. And uh, I'm with another production there. I get to play a pastor. Funny enough, they like my name. So I'm Pastor John in the church as the <laughs> devil comes to collect his guitar player. <laughs> hey, I... That is I, awesome. I, I kind of heard that story before. Hey, Jason. Yes. What's got coming up? Uh, right now, I've got um, we got Park Dead: The Awakening, which will hopefully resume filming sometime in the future. We got uh, working on the Blu-ray DVD uh, Indiegogo right now. Um, those uh, are in yeah. production, getting made, getting sent. So we're taking care of that. And as far as any other film projects, just they're all kind of on hold. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I because you and I are actually working on something and it's just as everything is dead in the water right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I have to think that, uh, I'm curious because I've got a couple of appearances and I know that you've got a couple appearances that are supposed to, uh, happen before the end of the year. And I am really kind of going, is that going to happen? They keep getting pushed out. It keeps keep it keeps one at a time. Gets I just had one push that was going to be uh, uh, in Kentucky in three weeks, and it just Lucky, pushed. Yeah, yeah, Same. it just yeah, it just got pushed out. So uh, we'll see. I think the next one uh, coming up is uh, Scarefest, and uh, yep. we'll, we'll we'll see about that. So anyway, weird times, but you know what? When the times get weird, the weird turn pro. And I can just that's us, people. I can, I can see four pros right here. Take it away, TJ. Okay, guys. So that was another episode Rabbit of Hole. the Rabbit Hole Podcast. That was John Ravenhall <laughs> and Jason Brooks and the legendary Mick Strawn. This is your host with the most, TJ Bowser. As a friendly reminder that the audio-only version of this podcast is available on dobackdiscussion.net, your home for pop culture and much more. And, of course, on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. So, as always, see you guys next episode. See you guys. Bye. Peace.